You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You've got pitcher questions, we've got pitcher answers. Up next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Thursday, September 29th. I am Frank Stanfield. He is Scott White. And we played 21 fantasy questions on the Full Length Podcast, and I grabbed four of those for this here podcast. And we're going to start with Zach Gallen, who just keeps dominating a ridiculous second half, Scott. 1.27 ERA, 0.69 whip, well over a strikeout per inning, ground balls, whiffs, you ask it, Zach Gallen has done it. Question, is he a top 20 starting pitcher drafted next season? Pretty close, I would say. Uh, I was looking at my rest of season rankings, which are a little stale at this point, if I'm being honest, and I have them 22nd in those. And of course, there are some pitchers who have gotten hurt that I might also slot ahead of him. So I'm going to guess he misses out on top 20 for me, but is going to be part of a very large tier that probably begins around 14, 15, something like that. So I, I certainly don't have a problem with anybody ranking him in the top 20. I just think maybe in, in terms of strikeouts, in terms of what kind of run support some of those other pitchers will get. You know, like if, you, if you're comparing a Zach Allen to an Alec Manoa, they probably are going to be in the same tier for me, but I'd much rather have a Noah and I, you Darvish, probably the same thing. So that's that's why I say, for me, Gallon's probably going to be a little outside of the top 20. Up next, Brandon Woodruff makes it four straight starts with double-digit strikeouts, and in 17 starts since returning from the IL, 2.36 ERA, 1.02 whip, and well over a strikeout per inning. Scott, we've yep. talked about this SP1 glob for next season. That kind of includes six or seven starting pitchers. Do you yep. think Brandon Woodruff deserves to be in that mix? Maybe. So I've I've had the top tier as seven. In some order, it includes Jacob deGrom, Justin Verlander, Max Scherzer, um, uh, Sandy Alcantara, Shane McClanahan, Garrett Cole, and... Corbin Burns. I've seen that as kind of the top tier at starting pitcher. And for the most part, I would say, you know, you could rank those seven in any order and I'd be fine of it. And that, and that's, that's basically what a tier, that, that's what it means to be in the same tier, right? Woodruff though, look, I couldn't see drafting Woodruff number one overall next year. Like I could for maybe any of those seven, number one among starting pitchers, I should say for any of those seven. But is he really that much worse than Garrett Cole? I, I mean, I think Garrett Cole has a durability advantage, and that may be what's keeping Woodruff out of that group. But no, Woodruff's ERA is barely over three now, and and Garrett Cole's is over three fifty. He's out of rough September. Uh, Brandon Woodruff, if he had the innings to qualify for the ERA title, his K per nine rate would be the third best. So he's he definitely has. Ace attributes, you know? Mm -hmm. He might be the number eight pitcher for me. Maybe just a little outside of that top seven. So I guess technically you answered our next question, but I was going to bring up Garrett Cole, 
who over his last 13 starts has a 4.22 ERA. The underlying numbers look much better, but he's been crushed by home runs. And that's been the case since joining the Yankees. He has 15 home runs over his last 13 starts. So this question was Woodruff or Cole. You kind of just answered it, but I don't know, man. I'm kind of worried about Garrett Cole. Yeah, it's it's a close call. It's a close call. And and really, I mean, compared to the other six in that group I, I listed off, uh, Cole would be the biggest ERA concern. And his ERA has kind of been a problem for him ever since joining the Yankees. You know, a lot of people speculated that would be the case. He, he showed a vulnerability to the long ball even at Houston and they go into Yankee Stadium. What would that do to his ERA? Well, it's kind of played out that yeah, 325, 350 range is, is probably where he's going to land with that, which is high for an ace in fantasy these days. But he's got the Yankees backing him, so you know there's a lot of win potential. He's proven to be very durable. You know he's going to give you a ton of strikeouts, 250 or more. And that counts for a lot too. So I think the durability edge, I'll take Cole ahead of Woodruff. But if you were giving them the same number of innings next year, then I think there's a good chance Woodruff is better, sure. And of course, I say that I'm worried about Garrett Cole, right? Like, it's relative to the aces in this range. He leads baseball in strikeouts, right? So, like, how worried can you actually be about Garrett Cole? The last one I wanted to mention here is Scott. Real quick, Tyler Glass now did make his long-awaited return and season debut. He allowed one run over three innings pitched with three strikeouts. Uh, Just any idea how to rank him for next season in... I don't know, 30 seconds or less. Not really. That's going to be tricky because he hasn't proven that he can take on a big workload yet. hasn't even had a 100-inning season in the majors yet, right? Uh, so that's going to be tough. We know he he's good. He's capable of being dominant, capable of being an ace potentially. But I would say as deep as starting pitcher is shaping up to be, it might be a challenge to get Glass now in my top 40 even. I will point out Tyler Glass now. He did throw 100 innings back in 2018, 111 and two-thirds, but that's the only time he's done it in his career, and uh, obviously he's gone through a lot since then. Quick shout-out to Aaron Judge, who finally hit his 61st home run, tying Roger Maris for the American League home run record. Uh, We'll see if Aaron Judge can get to 62. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story. And one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of 
the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.